welcome to the CrossFit HSE podcast, where we don't sugarcoat the truth about fitness and nutrition. Hey there, Brian McDowell, owner of CrossFit HSE. Topic of discussion today is how do I lose weight? We get this question a lot in the gym. My wife, Missy, owns a nutrition business, Eat Well Nutrition. You can check her out at eatwellnutrition.net to book a free consult. She is the master nutrition coach. I am right underneath her. (laughs) She is fantastic. So definitely, if you feel like you need help with nutrition, go to her. I have, I have, uh, I'd say 26 years or so, 25 years or so of nutrition experience and supplementation on my own experimenting and working with others. I am not a nutrition coach. However, I am equipped to help someone with, help someone with nutrition and steer them in the right direction. That being said, uh, the majority of the goals, um, that come through our gym, are weight loss oriented. There will be some, how do I build more muscle, gain more lean muscle? That's another good question too, and it is applicable to your weight loss. And let's start there first, because there's a big misnomer in the fitness industry that lifting weights will make you bulky. That is not true for the vast majority or the 99% of the people that step into gym walls. There are some women who carry more androgens, produce more testosterone that will build muscle faster and get quote unquote bulkier. And I've always said that uh, bulkiness is in the eye of the beholder. So if you think you look bulky, you might be bulky. However, to everybody else, you probably look lean, muscular and fit. But that's on you. If you feel like you're bulky and weightlifting makes you bulky, you don't like that look, then you have to do something different. But that being said, you have what's called a, a resting metabolic rate. And that resting metabolic rate, which you burn at rest, goes up with the more muscle mass you have. So if you think of a 250-pound bodybuilder with 8% body fat, he's got a lot of muscle and he is just a calorie-burning machine. You know, look at an NFL player that's a linebacker or a defensive end or you know wide receivers running backs these guys are just low body fat a lot of muscle very active churning through calories yes it does matter what they eat but those guys man they can they can get away with a little bit more than the average than average guy or girl that being said so that's step one there guys is building muscle building lean muscle through weight training or resistance training is one of the best things you can do to lose weight. A lot of times people come in and they will say that I've been running, I've been doing yoga, I've been doing Pilates, um, I swim, I row, all these different things that kind of burn calories. And I think the aerobic stuff like the running and biking and swimming and so forth burn more calories um, than a yoga or Pilates do. They're they're exercise though, right? Um, And what's missing is the resistance training and there's uh, I get a lot of people that come in from Orange Theory a lot of people that come from these other gyms and they're just like you know I feel like I've plateaued I'm not getting anywhere I lost some weight at first now I'm not now there's just I like seeing a stop in progress and I'll ask a lot of questions about resistance training and they haven't done much or they have not been taught the right way to do things in order to get the most benefit from the exercises and that's usually what's missing with weight loss is people getting put on a resistance training program whether it be a class 
or personal training. At CrossFit HSC, we like to start people with personal training, at least for a season. Uh, that season might be one month, it might be six months, it might be a year, just depending on how long someone has been out of exercise um, and what their specific needs are. If there's injuries and so forth, we'll put people in personal training. It's a better fit, they'll be more successful, and they'll stick with it longer. So, review, resistance training. Build lean muscle, burn more calories. Who doesn't want to burn more calories sitting there doing absolutely nothing? I do, and I bet that you do too. Secondly, how to lose weight. Eight out of 10 to nine out of 10 people that I do consults with, my wife included, have a high, high carbohydrate diet. And we'll often hear, um, I eat pretty well. And we'll ask the question, well, what does eating pretty well look like for you today? Like, let's run through today. Or let's run through yesterday as well. And I'll, what I'll typically do is I'll start with breakfast. And I'll write down what they have for breakfast. I'll write down what they have for snacks. I'll write down what you had for lunch and dinner. Anything in between. Then I'll ask what you had to drink throughout the days. Then I'll also hit on alcohol consumption and I'll also hit on what does your weekend eating look like as compared to your weekday eating? Like, what did you eat last weekend? Can you run me through a Saturday or Sunday? And what I'll then do is I'll, uh, there's macronutrients, there's fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. So I'll typically, as I'm sitting there jotting notes, I'm writing a C, an F, and a P down to the food. So if it's a bagel, I'm writing a C because it's a carbohydrate. If there's oatmeal, I'm writing a C because it's a carbohydrate. If there's toast, C, carbohydrate, right? Um, juice, orange juice for breakfast, carbohydrate. Eggs, protein and fat, so PF. And I'll do that for each meal just to get a snapshot of how much, like, like how many carbohydrates, fat and protein uh, these people are having. Obviously, I can't weigh it out. I don't know exact numbers. However, usually there's like a dozen C's, a couple of P's, and maybe a couple of F's. It's just like 80% carbohydrates. Um, and the weekends usually are quite a bit worse, higher in the processed foods and carbohydrates. And then a lot of people don't factor in is that alcohol is a carbohydrate. It's sugar. Your body recognizes that sugar causes, causes an insulin spike. And you can store that as body fat. And we all know that when we drink, that we don't usually eat, uh, eat the best. Like our inhibitions go down, we make poor eating choices, and we also like to consume more and more. I was one of those people. I know all about it, and I hear it in the office as well. So what do you do? We, we switch. So if you're heavy on the carbs, we want to go the opposite direction, lower on the carbohydrates. And when we do, and when we do consume carbohydrates, we want to consume healthy carbohydrates, like the unhealthy carbohydrates you're going to be looking at, like, um, I would put corn in there as a starch and an unhealthy, uh, type of, uh, vegetable potatoes, can you eat them? Sure, moderation, but if we're trying to lose weight, I typically tell people to stay away from those. Rice is one of those as well that sometimes people and culturally like to eat a lot of. It's not doing much for your, not doing much of it at all for your weight loss goals. So a lot of times we'll have to replace that with something else or cut down the portion size. And then we've got the refined sugars, right? So the um, the drinks, the orange juices, mango juice, papaya juice, you run down the list of all these different types of juices that people drink. Those are usually a huge killer. 
high fruit consumption. Is fruit healthy? Yes, there's antioxidants and vitamins and minerals in it, but it also has fructose, which your body recognizes as sugar, causes an insulin spike, and it can be stored as body fat. So we like to go on the very little fruit side, and I usually like to encourage um, fruit to be eaten, if it is eaten, at breakfast time, and I would say probably no more than a cup. And we also like to balance that out with some other macronutrients like protein and fat. So uh, other sugars are going to be, you know, anything that's processed in your pantry is a no-go. So you got to clean out your pantry. Stop eating that stuff unless it's nuts. Um, cereals are awful for weight loss. Tons of carbohydrates. Um, you're kind of catching the drift. All these processed foods, anything that's in a package, any cakes, cookies, ice cream, Stuff that has sugar in it, you got to read the ingredients. You just can't put it in your mouth. You can find out what has carbs in it by reading the ingredients. And primarily sticking out of the aisles and the inside of the grocery store, sticking to the outsides, is a really good habit to start with. So we're getting rid of those carbohydrates. We're replacing with healthy, lean proteins and good fats. What are healthy proteins? Healthy proteins are uh, fish. Fatty fish, like salmon's a really good one. Lean proteins, some beef, beef tenderloin, pork tenderloin, chicken breast, chicken thighs, stuff that's all delicious when seasoned properly. Um, and then fats, like what are some good fats? Like Greek yogurt could be a pretty good one. It's got some fat and some protein in it, very low in sugar. Um, you can go with avocado, with breakfast, egg yolk. That's another one that's good for protein. Turkey bacon for protein. I'm kind of just rattling stuff off my head. Turkey sausage, bacon that is grass-fed, pasture-raised, stuff that doesn't have the nitrates and processed stuff in it. Um, what are some other good fats? Olive oil, cooking with that. Coconut oil in moderation is good as well. Cashews almonds, macadamia nuts, nuts and seeds, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds. You're catching my drift. That's what we want to eat more of and less of the carbohydrates. If we can flip-flop, if you're like 80% carbohydrates, we can get those carbohydrates down to the 30% or so or lower 20% and then eat higher protein and higher fat each meal over time you will lose weight. Oftentimes you can lose weight really, really fast. Your body is so used to consuming those carbohydrates within a week to two time. I have, I have personally lost 10 pounds in one week with cutting sugar out of my diet. I, I experimented back in 2016, I think it was. I cut almost all sugar out of my diet and went from 211 pounds to 201 in a week. Um, it can it can work. I've done keto a few times too. Body composition completely changes um, drastically within a matter of a few weeks time. Is it sustainable? That's another thing we can get to at another episode. But at the end of the day, flip flop. Get rid of the dirty carbs. Get rid of get rid of the refined sugar. Replace it with good fats and lean proteins. Simply put. Third and last, how do you lose weight? You got to exercise on a regular basis. At CrossFit HSE and in the CrossFit world, we do functional movements performed at high intensity. Why is that better than just running or why is that better than just lifting weights? A, that's probably something you may have think of if you hadn't. It's a good thing to consider because um, weightlifting does one thing. Yes, it builds lean muscle. It can get your 
cardiovascular endurance up, assuming that there's short rest periods in between and you're doing high reps, high intensity, you're really pushing the envelope, not dropping the weights when you get tired, trying to push for some extra reps. It can still be done there. Running and so forth is aerobic activity. It's oxidative. It can burn fat as fuel. So you need that. It's not a bad thing, but it cannot be the only thing. And then we have what's anaerobic, right? So we have the anaerobic stuff that is um, technically means without oxygen and it's primarily using glycogen for energy. So if you've got all those carbohydrates stored in your muscle cells and you do a CrossFit workout that's intense, something that's short in duration, two, five minutes or so, ballpark, you know, the uncomfortable, I want to quit, I can't breathe, my legs are on fire, my lungs are on fire. That's where the magic is, in my opinion, that produces the most power, the most fat loss, and the most muscle over time, and really the greatest fitness capacity. Um, so that's why CrossFit's great. It combines the three, there's more than three, but metabolic pathways, the aerobic stuff that's longer distance, the anaerobic stuff that's short in duration and uncomfortable, and then the weightlifting, which I didn't say before, but is the creatine phosphate system. If you heard of creatine, it's kind of what the thought process is there is creatine. Um, I won't get into the metabolic pathways there and how that produces energy and so forth. Your body is a machine. And when you do CrossFit, you are combining all three of those metabolic pathways, which is going to hit you at every possible anger angle um, to get the to get the most out of your exercise program um, that's why i think crossfit is better than the majority of the exercise programs out there you get all three in one in a class format so it's kind of typically how we will run a class format is we'll stretch go through a good warm-up and then we'll do a strength portion hitting the creatine phosphate system and then throughout the week we'll do some workouts that are longer in duration that are hit, that'll hit your aerobic pathway and then we'll hit a lot of exercise a lot of uh, workouts that hit your uh, hit you in the anaerobic pathway um, and we'll do some that combine all three of them sometimes combine two of them in a workout so you're getting all of these different different metabolic pathways all these different time domains three minutes 30 minute workout 15 minute workout and over time it's really conducive to um, building lean muscle and burning body fat and kind of the the thing with the anaerobic stuff is using glycogen for energy right so if you're a high carbohydrate eater um, you want to be using an uh, aerobic activity to burn through those carbohydrates. So kind of makes, makes sense, right? If you're heavy on the carbs, even if you haven't changed your nutrition pattern, it makes sense to do anaerobic stuff. So you're actually using, using those glycogen stores more so than you were before. So those are three things you can do to lose weight. I usually teach that in the no sweat intro at CrossFit HSE. Um, it's easier said than done. Everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs somebody in their corner, holding them accountable. Everybody needs structure in order to be successful and everybody needs community. Those are three things we provide at CrossFit HSE, structure, community, and accountability. If you need help, reach out www.hscrossfit.com. Thank you today for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the CrossFit HSE podcast. Check out the show notes below to learn more. We will see you again next week.